Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Tonight, we're talking about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Black Panther 2. Marvel has dropped the movie. It's been some time. Hopefully, you've watched it. This is a spoiler review, so hopefully you've seen the movie. If not, uh, stick around. Hello, friends. Stay a while and listen. <laughs> Joining <laughs> us, our very own Dot Chris to talk about it. It's right with my own winged feet. And I'm your host, Bad Coyote, guys. So, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever has an incredible cast of people here delivering what I think are Oscar-worthy performances. I mean, Letitia Wright, Winston Duke, Angela Bassett as Queen Mother, Tanak Huerta introducing him to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the, the gigantic screen as Namor the Submariner, Marvel's first mutant. Man, just uh, too many names in here. It's absolutely incredible. So guys, um, overall, in my non-sport review, I said that I liked this movie. I thought they did a really good job. Director Ryan Coogler had the monumental task of continuing this story after the demise of Chadwick Boseman, who sadly passed away of cancer. Um, so how do you continue a story when your main actor, your main hero is gone? How do you carry on the legacy? Because as we know from the Black Panther comics, there wasn't just one Black Panther. Um, and if you guys don't know, his sister, Shirley, in the comics was also the Black Panther as well. But there was a slight difference. You know, she was also going on missions with him, fighting alongside. She was also a warrior. The Marvel Cinematic Universe made her more of a scientist, less of a warrior type, more of a little sister. And I thought Letitia Wright... Uh, playing sure is very endearing, very, very cool as a little sister, you know, giving her brother like she's supposed to, but also being very loving of her family. So, guys, uh, here we are in Wakanda Forever, the story of the continuation of the demise of a king, uh, a brother and a son, and also another kingdom that's surfacing, another threat, another sort of hero, Namor the Submariner. He is the leader of the uh, the city of Talokan, right? In the Marvel Comics, it is the lost city of Atlantis, a sunken city of riches and treasure. But in here, they wanted to make it sort of a Mesoamerican, like Latin American uh, ancient city. And uh, the story of that was pretty cool. So back in the day, there were uh, some regular people in sort of Mesoamerica, sort of your Incan, Mayan, Aztec culture, uh, they were also blessed the, uh, with with a, an herb, <laughs> sort of the same way the Wakandans were. It's almost the same story of the Wakandans, um, but they also talked about you know slavery as well amongst our people. The the Spaniards, the conquistadors who were, who were coming through that part of the Americas, who were uh, really uh, taking it to the indigenous people there, and them um, rising up against them. And uh, them, you know, sort of going down and having this herb and this power being bestowed upon them, but by their god, you know, by Kukur Khan. <laughs> There's so many memes of Winston Duke. They called him Kukur Khan. Saying Kukur Khan like that, the feather serpent god. And them sort of uh, exiling themselves from land into the Yosin for them to live. So you have a tale of two kingdoms here. One, Wakanda, the advanced African nation uh, being advanced through Vibramium, this uh, space rock that hit the continent and made them advance. And you have uh, Talokan, this underwater Wakanda, and their existence thereof. The thing that is making them war, the thing that is bringing them both out against each other, is that uh, there is a vibranium that is being discovered in the ocean and other countries in the world, this sort of United Nations wants the power of vibranium, right? This could advance technology into the next millennium for a country who will be able to harness that material and use it for their own purposes via technology, transport, everything Wakanda uses it for. It is woven into their clothes. They use it for weapons, use it for transportation and their science, for medicine, everything. And that's why they're the most advanced in the entire world. So the other countries want this thing and they don't like that Wakanda is not sharing it with the rest of the world. But Queen Mother... Uh, played by Angela Bassett, talks about, uh, you know, we don't share <laughs> vibranium, not because we're selfish, but because of the danger of you, because of what you might do with it. We see that these other countries, you guys go to war for the littlest things that we don't want to give you vibranium. And lo and behold, it exists in other parts of the world. They've been finding it here. And there was a machine that was able to detect vibranium developed by Riri Williams, a new addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe in Ironheart. Um, in the comics, Riri Williams is a young scientist at MIT. She's a teenager who took after Tony Stark and an apprenticeship with Tony Stark took her under her wing. She recreated an Iron Man suit and the reactor that makes it run a very advanced thing that Tony Stark, one of the geniuses of the Marvel world, thought of. And she thought of it. <laughs> she, you know, just looked at it 
cooked it up herself in her own lab at uh, MIT. And he was like, man, wow, this is crazy. You're able to, what a genius. But in the movie, no mention of Tony Stark, no mention of Tony Stark, uh, anything like that. She does have a suit. Um, but she was able to build this detector the CIA was using, America was using to detect vibranium. Um, Namor the Submariner does not like that other countries were able to detect this. He does not like that they're coming close to Talo Khan. He, they can't have their existence. No, because he's seen what's happened to his people in the past with the conquistadors, enslaving the people and brutally murdering and them, Christopher Columbus and all that. Um, and he wants them away from, from the rest of the world, right, to keep that away. So he's telling Wakanda, listen, you have to bring this scientist to us. Bring this girl to us. I will kill her. We will stop her. And that'll be it. Wakanda's like, we can't do that. We can't offer up this girl to you. We can't let her life just go like that. I mean, we have to come up with a peaceful solution. And Namor the Submariner says, listen, I've been king for a long time, right? I've been alive a lot longer than you and your kingdom. And I've kept my kingdom alive through certain means. So if you don't do what I say, I will bring war to your city and you will not survive Talokan. Remember the awkward yeah. movie where, where Ocean Master was, was just like, listen, I'm waging <laughs> war on the surface world and I'm bringing the wrath of the seven seas with me. I was yeah. like, God damn, that's some cold shit. Oh, that's some cold <laughs> shit. But uh, yeah, so Wakanda forever. Chris, you saw the movie. You saw the acting, the special effects, the overall story. What did you think about the movie? I really wanted to like it, Search. I really wanted to like it. Oh, spicy. Let's uh, go. Yeah. I think you're right that it all of the actors absolutely brought it. I just feel like the story wasn't as well thought out as like the first the first Black Panther, right? So the first Black Panther, the whole thing is there's this this, you know, whole nation that has been kind of well guarded, super advanced. They have all these different, you know, like sub factions within there. They kind of all work together and you have Black Panther played by Chadwick Boseman, who's like he's the guy that's representative of his people. So, yes, we're following Black Panther, but really we're following Wakanda. And it really was about all the people in, of Wakanda, where I felt like this one, the movie was about the death of that one character as opposed to focusing more on how the people have moved like are dealing with that um i think there were moments of that but there wasn't it that wasn't like the focus i I think that there was a lot of like pieces of ideas that didn't necessarily cohese quite as well as they could have for instance like like i don't mind i actually like that we saw they focused on on the queen um ramanda for for a lot of that and then later on um shuri but i feel like they didn't really know what to do with shuri like at the, the beginning of the movie she's just kind of there and yeah she's you know trying to figure out you know where did i how do i reproduce the flower that gives people the power of the black panther at first but then they don't really revisit that she's just kind of like tinkering in her in her uh her laboratory for most of it and like i feel like it was missing like pieces of it like her not wanting to be a part of like this royalty life and like taking up and really taking a stand because her mom kind of felt that it fulfilled that role let's talk about stuff that was there that like shouldn't have been so um as much as i love martin freeman and julia louis dreyfus itself seems like seems super out of place to actually have them in the movie at all. Like there was really no reason for it. The only reason, the only thing that actually drove the plot along is that it along is that he told them um, about Riri working at, uh, at MIT, but also like, why didn't they just bring back Nakia to figure out who it was? Because Nakia is literally a spy. Like why not send the spy to go do that and figure that out? Um, Okoye was kind of underserved for, and like weirdly served in like halfway through the movie where they're like, Oh, they're kicking her out. And, but like why it never really paid off. There's just a lot of weird stuff that seemed half baked. Um, and while yes, focusing on the death of T'Challa was, was important. And they did that. It just felt like they were focusing on that more than they were on what, how does Wakanda move on from this and how are they, how are they dealing with it? Um, yeah, uh, that was my thoughts. I, uh, I was, I thought there was some cool elements there, but just the execution of how the story was told just felt a little too scattered and, and not quite as focused as I wanted it to be. Um, that's that's my two thoughts. 
event. What about you? In regards to Soul Gata Guy, do you think they should have recasted T'Challa? No. Uh, yeah, I, I personally think yes. Really? And uh, yeah, it, it's it's really been um, it's really been a discussion amongst like uh, like like the, the, the black community mm-hmm. because and uh, and Kevin Feige talked about this. He was sort of scared to do it because he didn't mm-hmm. want to be irreverent to Chadwick Boseman, you know, because he carried on, you know, the Black Panther so well. Um, everyone who saw the first Black Panther identify like Black Panther as Chadwick Boseman to like, yep. inter- you know, like the same person essentially. But I think um, like Chadwick would want it to continue mm-hmm. because because like think about like Chadwick like going on to do if he was still alive to doing different projects, right? Yep. He was doing different movies even when he was done being uh, Black Panther. He was doing a lot of stuff. Um, and if at a certain time he wanted to do more interesting things, you know, the other franchises and Marvel's like, Hey, we want the black Panther to continue. Do you want to He'd be like, yeah, let's have the mantle go for it. You know, because how many Spider-Man have we had? How many yeah. like Batman have we had? You know, how many, you know, 007s have we had? I think it works for certain franchises, you know, and I, I do like Chadwick Boseman's black Panther, you know, and God rest him. But I think holding the mantle to one actor, like doesn't really do it service. I think recasting it might have been good. And, and sure, maybe it's too soon to recast him. I don't know. But uh, in in talking with a lot of like content creators like on YouTube, mm-hmm. on Twitch, and a lot of like uh, like movie reviewers, and I'm talking about like like black content creators who like get like movie passes, like go to premieres, mm-hmm. like they get to see movies early. You know, some of them also agree that yeah, they should have recast because what we get now is um a movie with Nemo the Submariner who should have been fighting T'Challa himself. I don't mind. I honestly don't mind that the mantle was passed to Shuri. My problem was that there should have been more focus on Shuri about her grappling with the responsibility. So she was grappling with the grief about her brother, but like, what was she doing the majority of the movie? She was kind of reactive and it wasn't necessarily about her. It was that that's my big thing is she once she eventually got the mantle. Great. But the movie wasn't about her dealing with what is my place in Wakanda now that my brother's gone. Now that, you know, our our family runs runs everything. She there really wasn't much of that, um, which is why I just think it just didn't hit as hard as it as it could have. Honestly, if they wanted to go that route, I thought they should have focused on the queen more. They should have focused on the queen more until, you know, the, the what happens midway through the movie and then Shuri gets the focus. That was great once we finally got there. But, um, yeah, I, I, this weird stuff that just did not didn't stick the landing for me. Uh, so I, I agree. I think, you know, even if, you know, let's say Chadwick was was alive and uh, for the filming of this movie, I, I don't think I would have disagreed with the passing of the mantle. That would have been fine. Um, but. I think that the way they handled the situation, I I agree with it. I think it was a good decision. It just wasn't executed very well. And a lot of other creators that I was I was also like talking to, like either one on one or in chats and a part of uh, their stream conversation, also found it a bit weird that they were treating T'Challa like Chadwick, mm-hmm. almost as if it was the same person. And to me, that was a bit macabre because the way T'Challa passes in this movie is through like a disease, mm-hmm. you know, almost like it was echoing real life with Chadwick Boseman. To me, I, I didn't care for that too much. I thought it was kind of a weird call to do. I mean, I know like Ryan Coogler, it was actually friends with Chadwick Boseman. They were boys and I, I wanted, I know he was trying to give him some sort of reverence, but at the same time, I thought that was a bit too real life, too close to home. And, and it also held, the, fact, the focus held the, the story back. Yeah, it, it, it really did. And it, and it's, and it, the other thing too, is that he was still black Panther. So we still have the power to the Black Panther. So how could a disease kill a super powered Black Panther? It's supposed to supposed to heal you. It's supposed to enhance you. You know, if you if you were a good fighter, it made you a better fighter, right? Yep. If, if if you got cuts and scrapes, it's supposed to heal you up. It makes you into a, a, you know, it gives you extra strength, speed. You, you, you know, I mean, just look at like since Silver War when he's chasing after after Bucky, that beautiful scene. Mm-hmm. He's running after him. You know, Bucky was a super soldier. Is running at top speed. Black Panther T'Challa is running right after him because of the heart shape herb, and here comes Captain America in the rear. Fantastic, incredible shot, <laughs> right? So him going down with uh, 
something similar to what Chad read. It was kind of odd to me. I'm just like, no, don't do that. If he, he's going to pass <laughs> away, do something where, like, I don't know, he was he was fighting Namor or something superhero like, make yeah. him go out like, like a G. But I think uh, Ryan Kluger had the impossible task of how do I pay reverence where his family won't feel slighted. You know, where everyone who loved him and knew him won't feel like it's too weird. Like, so I don't give Ryan Cooler too, too hard of a time for that because I, I don't even know how you would handle that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's such an Im. I can't state that enough. It's such an impossible task. I mm-hmm. see a lot of people talking to me nonchalantly about, oh, just you're done this or done that, guys. It's it's so hard, especially when you're actually. You weren't, no guy. matter what choice, it wasn't it wasn't going to please that. It wasn't. Yeah, there was there's no, no way. What. Absolutely yeah. no way. Yeah. But I agree with you with that. It took a lot of time out of the movie because this movie is almost three hours long. And it's because mm-hmm. there's a lot of moments where the characters are just sitting there thinking about T'Challa, thinking about Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. and just talking about it in a very somber way. And and I don't mind that the the mantle passed on to Shooter because it's like that in the comic. Mm-hmm. The pro- the problem that I have is is that it's Letitia Wright. And in that they made her in the MCU more of a scientist, and and because of she was a little sister role, they never planned for her so soon to be the warrior of Black Panther. Right. You know, they casted a younger person, you know, someone who's lanky, someone who's like a little sister type. They literally casted a little sister type, you know, like she looks like like one of my cousins, you know, like it was younger mm-hmm. than me, way younger. Um It should have been a Koye. That would yeah, have been, yeah, that would you have, have been awesome. Exactly. And that's my and that's my other problem with, with this Shuri thing too. You have other candidates in the movie who are yeah. better for the role, for the position of Black Panther. You mm-hmm. have Okoye, who Denai Guerrero looks and just built like a warrior. You know, you have Lupita Nyongo looks and is built like a warrior. You have these women, right, who look like warriors, who are believable as warriors, right? And it goes through the little scrawny little sister type. I'm like, come on. Like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe doesn't always stick to the comics, right? Mm-hmm. So we didn't have to stick to the comics where it does pass to Letitia, right? it does pass to, to Shuri. It could have passed on to Lupita Nyongo. I, I I thought I thought she would I thought Nakia would have been a better fit. Nakia yeah. would have been a better fit, right? She has a like Okoye has a strong heart for Wakanda. She is like the general, right? Even though when she gets demoted later on. Um, but she's very rigid. The Black Panther has to be able to go anywhere. And Nakia has mm-hmm. compassion. She has heart. She feels for other people outside of the world. Because she's been she's been out on the in the world more than Okoya has, you know, she mm-hmm. that was her role as an agent, as a spy, you know, to do espionage for Wakanda and stuff like that. So I think her earthly knowledge and well travelness of the world, you know, the extra seizing and spicy, given someone who's been to other countries, would yeah. lend to her great Black Panther, an ambassador for Wakanda, and she's built like a war. She's more believable fighting than Shruti. When Nakia mm-hmm. fights, when Okoye fights, it's more believable that they're kicking ass and they can do that than when you see Shuri fight. When Shuri fights, I'm so sorry, but when, when, when we fast forward to her and Namor, I'm like, no. No, 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 no. This guy's been alive for centuries. He has hardened skin, super strength. He can fly. He's like, like he is a problem in this movie. He's a badass in this movie. <laughs> and for Shuri, who just made a synthetic heart-shaped herb, out of very loose science. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Like that whole 3D printing thing. I'm like, that is so loose. Like that is such a <laughs> cheap, but it's also a comic book, you know? Yeah, so I, I'm like, whatever. whatever. I'm not going to harp on it. Whatever. That's plausible because things are plausible in Wakanda. So I'm like, whatever. That's fine. But yeah, I, I would have liked to went to like Nakia or Koya. I think N- Nakia, because like, I don't believe Shuri. Uh, when I see her in that, like the little scrawny self and that little cousin, I'm like, mm. what's going on, little cousin? How are you doing? <laughs> so that's my thing with Shorty being the new Black Panther. It was like it, it should have been Nakia or Koye. You don't have to go to the cut because if we were if we if we were if we were going on the argument, a lot of other like like nerds are saying with well, it's in the comics. Well, Civil War. Have you seen that yeah. comic? Have you seen those spreads? There's like thirty different, different. He- heroes and villains in on, on, on the splash page, right? Oh, well, we got well, like five people. <laughs> In an abandoned airport? <laughs> Come on now. What we got like like ten, like like what like a few on each side in an abandoned airport in in, in the actual movie. So we want to use that excuse of well, it's in the comic. Well, they just go by the comic. Well, why didn't Civil War go by the comic? We had yeah. heroes and villains. Heroes and villains who joined up, who fought in that Civil War, and it was mm-hmm. huge. There was a ton of them. It was crazy. So let's not talk about, well, it's in the comics. No, 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 no. The MCU does not go by that guy. They're, they're, it's its, it's own something. But uh, Chris, what did you think of Tanak Huerta as Namor the Submariner and Namor Submariner himself? Um, I thought he was great. 
I I have a pet peeve in movies where you have like the 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 prince or the the king um like goes out and does like just goes and does the thing on his own instead of having like his subordinates do it for whatever reason. I, I feel like the first black Panther, I it did, I didn't bump on it as much, but the fact that he just like steps out of the water on his own was like, Oh, this is weird. It it's, I would have liked it better if it like, bef- if it wasn't him that started it off and delivered that message. But if it was like another member of, um, you know, of his, of his community that actually delivered the message. And then it wasn't till later when they, kind of get captured that they introduced mm. Namor because it just it, I felt like it took away from how imposing that character is supposed to be right like the, they have he has such an epic backstory uh and he's is an, you know he's an amazing fighter actually re- fighter he's I really like the way he moves like how he flies to the sky where it's like this weird jumping thing um I think that's yeah I think it looked really cool um but it just felt like I felt like they took away it's kind of like if like the Joker, right? If you have the Joker go rob a bank himself, like that's weird. But but if Joker has a bunch of henchmen that go in and rob a bank and it's part of a bigger plan, like that's the Joker we know. He's not the guy. Like there's there's a reason that we there's a difference between like Joker and Bane, right? Bane can fight obviously the bat the Batman uh, Rise of Dark Knight is different, but like Bane is just a big guy that goes in and does his own work because he's a giant. But the Joker is like a big planner. This guy's the king of a nation. And he just pops out of the water with no warning. Just, it felt weird. It just took away the gravitas. Like think of again, like Thanos um, was great because th- we we saw so many of his minions before we got to him. And I know it obviously is not Thanos, but like for Killmonger in the first movie, it made sense because he was his own standalone person, right? He was on a mission. He did his own thing. That made sense. It just felt weird that this king would come out he's supposed to have this gravitas and he just steps out of the water to have a conversation that's a, that, that's a really good point because like you know i mean, I mean the thing about like aladdin right when he's coming yep. to the princess make way for prince ali he right. didn't walk up to the door himself <laughs> he's right. like hey guys i'm here i want to marry your princess right no he had a big huge like intro to come in because he had to have that presence that gravitas to show he mm-hmm. was important so I can see that. I th- I did think it was weird. It was just like, oh hey, and they're like, how did you get in here? And it's like, oh, don't worry about that. What? Yeah, there was That's a that- lot. Of, there was a lot of don't worry about that. When it there was a- how we got it. <laughs> it was like the the, the, the guy um, who was just like, oh, the barely inconvenience type thing. <laughs> like that. It was like that guy. How'd you get in here? Don't worry about it. It's barely an inconvenience, right? It's just like, Which yo, there is literally a border tribe in Wakanda for these very reasons. Yep. How did the border tribe? Let him get through the Wakanda barrier. Bro just swam through. It's just like, okay, I get that you guys have vibranium too in Talokan and he has it in like his his jewelry, his 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 neck and like, like um everything he's wearing is has vibranium, but how do you get through their defenses? It technology. makes zero sense. Technology. That's it. That's the answer. Yeah. They have like, technology. <laughs> I, it, like what, what it made no sense whatsoever. How did he know they were there? How did he find they're in such a remote part? There is so many little yeah. things like that in the movie where you're like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. Like that you're you're able to enjoy the movie at a certain point. But when you want to need to suspend your disbelief so that mm-hmm. you can sort of excuse certain things, you're like, all right, I'm spending too much time cooking up reasons why this should be okay. Yeah. It should just be shown to me or not at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, it's like like a character walks on screen and have a broken leg. Why is there a broken leg there? Oh, don't worry about it. Wait, what? But why right. put that in there as a story beat? Right. I, I, now I'm wondering about the broken leg. It makes a, it's it's so it's like that, like an itch in your brain. You know, it's like a, like in Beer Fest when the guy who played Farva just like died and came back. Oh, I'm his brother. I'm his and they're brother. all like, yeah. <laughs> you just call me. <laughs> I love it. They're oh, all like, are we okay with this? They're like, oh yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Grace, but um. Uh. Yeah, and like, uh, but I love how Angela Bassett Ramondo was so fierce because she was a Dora Milaje herself. She was like, "Who are you?" I will. I think I'm not someone who likes to like, you know, repeat myself for a yeah. second time. And he's just like, "Listen, you're gonna bring us a scientist, you know, you're gonna give us uh, whatever." And then them going back and discussing it. Who is this guy? Where is yeah. he from? And and you know, like, uh, <laughs> went into freaking <laughs> like his people called him Kukurkan, the Seven God. I love that it's dude. So talk good. about also underserved. Like Winston Duke, he's great as Mbaku. Mbaku. But like they he just shows up 
but he did like I feel like he should have had a better role if you have yes thank uh, you like T'Challa out of the way like M'Baku would have been a great like not direct stand in but like moment for that and they you know everyone retreats later to their village but did it matter that they retreated was did it matter that he brought it like he brought them in it was just like a very flimsy excuse like I don't know man again so much just half-baked ideas he was he was delivered every line great just do something more interesting with the character. Give him a bigger. Give him. A yeah, they, they they definitely sideline Mbaku here in favor of the other characters, and I, I don't like when when writers do that. Right, like they want to prop up the other characters and they sideline other. Like they can all exist. They can all shine. You don't. You know, it's like okay, if Winston, if you find that Winston Duke might give a better performance, or you don't want to write certain lines, go okay, well, that's too much for Mbaku to do. Mm-hmm. Because Mbaku is a leader himself, so they want to make sure he look like the better leader. I mean, there's even a point in the movie where where she she makes a harsh sheep herb, she puts on her mm-hmm. new Black Panther costume, she comes down to the meeting they're all having up in uh, the the Jabari lands. She lands and she tells everybody, "Okay, I need to get this revenge. You know, like I'm gonna go after this guy." And you know, like uh, even before that, Mbaku was like, "Hey, if you go to war with these people, we might not win." Which mm-hmm. I don't know why that's a thing. I mean, Wakanda's been there for a long time. They have four Forces, they have defenses, they have vibranium. So I don't know how they automatically would lose. I mean, yeah. you, you know, like, 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 like Namor says you won't win against us, but it's just like, bro, like, how Why? do we even know that? Do yeah. You know who we are. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. But, but they believe, believe and the movie the movie movie makes you as a viewer want you to believe that and then they make the Wakandans believe that and then they act like we can't go up against them. I'm like, but doesn't make any sense. You warded yeah. off. Like Thanos' generals, okay, <laughs> and a whole army of those unknown creatures from an, like a, a part of space, you know, the beyond, I forget what they're called. Yeah. Um, in Wakanda, you have advanced Wakanda tech. We, we were seeing their military. They have their planes. They have their 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 own navy. They have everything. They have like tech we haven't even seen yet. And they're just like, oh yeah, we really can't go up against them, guys. You're like, but wait, nothing they ever showed us. I, they, I had know, it's, it's, it's kind of they had whales. kind of weird. They had whales to bring <laughs> they, them. They're they had orcas. They had killer. They had free Willy. They had freaking Willy. I don't know, but uh, yeah, there's there's certain things in this movie where it's just like, huh, why? But yeah, mm. Winston Duke oh, kill it as Mbaku every time. He he was a more effective leader. You yeah. saw him be in that role. Um, I, I loved his performance, even even at the funeral where he's the uh, consoling Shuri. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about this. What did you think about the, the the plot point, the story point of them killing Queen Ramonda? There are story beats that could have been hit that would have made that feel better. Like if there was more tension between her and Shuri, then you know Shuri would have been like like let's say they keep telling Shuri you should take up the mantle of of black panther you should fulfill this role in wakanda and she was you know denying it and then when when uh ramondo was killed then it kind of left her no choice but that's not really what happened like that's not the vibe that you got she just was like all right i guess i'm just black panther now as opposed to there being some tension that would have justified that happening like it i i don't know what the actual purpose was because the question is did it actually matter whether if she did, whether she died or not, did it actually matter in the end? Did that actually drive anything? The answer, in, in my opinion, no. Even if she survived, it would have been the exact same outcome. There was no, um, there was no convincing. There was no light switch for Shuri. She just all of a sudden was like, "I'm gonna figure this out." Um, yeah, it felt it felt weird. It could have been a good beat, but. It didn't have and same thing with Akoya getting demoted. There was no reason for it. It didn't. It never, yeah. pay, it never pays off again. I don't it, mind things <laughs> happening as long as it pl- serves the plot and it pays off. There was almost little to no consequence for that. Yep. Like it was it, it was a powerful scene. It, it, it took on some emotions where she talked about how she was faithful to Wakanda. Yeah. Even even like and one of the members of the council was like she pointed a spear at like her her husband, mm-hmm. her loved one, you know, like and. You have Kendra Bonner talking about, oh, you know, like you know, someone she can still see, and mine is gone. And and I, I was I was sad to see that the, the impassioned speech she gave in the trailer of, you know, my whole family is gone. I haven't given everything, but she gave that to Okoye. Like, come on, like uh, it was weird. And then they just turned but, into Iron Man at the end of the movie. Yeah, for, there was no, no consequence reason. for like, no the, reason. I, I just like that Marvel thing, you know, where like there's no consequences to things. I mean, yeah. you, you demote Okoye out of the Dora Milaje. I was wondering how that was going to pay off. What was going to happen? Obviously, she wasn't going to like leave the movie. 
But then she she just comes back as yeah, like one of these like new like Wakanda Iron Man suits, and also uh, minor inconvenience, you know, like uh, barely inconvenience. How does she know how to pilot the thing when yeah. she's a she's a she's a traditionalist, she's a loyalist, she, she's a nationalist. She doesn't like like look at certain things as great. She didn't like the suits when they were being made. Yeah. She thought they were gaudy. She kept making fun of them, and then she knows how to fly them perfectly. But then the fact that they were there, did it actually matter? Like, did them the actually do anything to drive the plot along? No. No. <sighs> whatsoever. And then again, someone who's so traditional, so on the ground and not yeah. about that, completely was it. She, she was an iron, iron Woman. She flew it yeah. like a professional. Like, she was But they years. already had Ironheart. In the <laughs> yeah, so why, why did they have to do that? Let's let, let's talk about that real quick. So so yeah. so the scientist movie who made the Wakanda detector the 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 sort of like the what was what's that plot device in in a, in a oh MacGuffin right like she was a, a MacGuffin right a plot device so that the characters care about that the audience does not care about whatsoever. Uh, Riri Williams, I believe she should have had her own show, her own thing. She's going to have her own show on Disney mm-hmm. Plus, but I felt like Ryan Kluger was trying to make his own story, and Disney was like, "We have to include the we're the cinematic universe. We have to include her in here because I think she was not really served well in here. I think she would have better having her own origin story, slowly going into it, her her, her getting to MIT, her you know being influenced by Tony Stark. I would loved." her own property where we get sort of like romanticized into the character, slowly drawn into the character as opposed to like, you know, some, some hunger guy and be like, Hey, you want to smash it? You want to go right now? Yeah. Give me your number. Give me like, Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. no romance. No, what's going on here? No, what, what the hell? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like one of my boys like, Hey, you want to smash? You want to, hey, come on, let's, let's go right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Talk, talk to her. Nice. Like how about some dinner? How about some stuff beforehand? I want a little romance, not some, just want to get down. I felt like they just want us to get down with Ironheart right away instead of like getting us to know the character. I don't know. What, what, what do you think about the introduction of Ironheart and her involvement in the movie? A few things. One, I did enjoy her in the movie, uh, but I do think that the, the introduction was weird and abrupt. And I thought it was weird that the the opening of the movie with um, Lake Bell playing another scientist that is using the equipment that was made. Like, why <laughs> didn't they just have Riri be the one on the ship? Yeah, yeah. It, Wait it was a minute. So, so weird. And then the whole time I was waiting for Lake Bell to come back, and then she never did. It's like <laughs> you, got a, you got a well-known actress for this scene, and then just disappears and doesn't come back. And, um, and, and on that note, on the red carpet for Wakanda Forever, she said, "I can't say who I play." But I'm a certain like I'm a certain character. I can't wait for you guys to see who I play. And I was like, oh, but, uh, but then it never pays them, off. Yeah, like, why yeah. did you say that? Why um, did you say that? But also, what? shout out to this movie for actually filming in Boston. I uh, I actually used to work at MIT. <laughs> I was like, I know the I know these areas that they're. Oh, that was actually at. MIT. Yeah, that was actually MIT. Oh, in fact, a buddy of mine. Uh, there was in the background. There's a, this statue of this like guy kneeling that's made out of a bunch of like white. Um, like shapes and, and, and numbers and things like that. And a buddy of mine did it uh wanted to do a photo shoot with me like 10 years ago in that, in that we, we did. So I have some shots of me in there. Uh, also that bridge up uh, my, my little brother came with me in the movie and he goes running all the time. And he's like, I've, I run across that bridge all the time. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, Shout that out to the Boston on, boys. I've seen on that bridge that, that actually is uh that's actually a bridge in Boston. Also like the best fight scene in the movie. That yeah, was, that was rad. <laughs> Yo, but uh, yeah, so, so so you enjoyed Riri. I, I I thought she was fine. I thought the actress who played her was good. Yeah, I thought I, th- I thought the, I thought the character herself was fine. But yeah, her inclusion sometimes I'm weirdly like, placed in this movie. You're right. Weirdly placed yeah. in this movie. Like it, it, my same opinion of what happened in Civil War with Spider Man. Um, like why did Spider Man need to be in that movie? He was great in it, and it was a phenomenal introduction to the character. But it felt like kind of forced. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm. This made me really excited for Ironheart. I'm excited. This it's gonna be good. Uh, and I thought she did a great job. Uh, and uh, yeah, just but weirdly fitting into the story, I guess. Yeah, yeah, def- definitely kind of forcing there to highlight the future properties, which is is such a big problem with Marvel, and I really don't care for. Mm-hmm. Just focus on one thing at a time. I get you have a cinematic universe, and it's great that we can connect these dots. But sometimes just just tell the story. Just tell the story. We. <laughs> Like I think this movie would have worked without Riri, you know, yeah. like 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 Lake Bell could have been the scientist, or or you know, they, 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 there could have been like another force that you know would drive them both like together. Like yeah. it, it, you really didn't need to have, 
you know, Talakan versus Wakanda, they could have been going up together for like another force of evil. You could have had, like, you could have had like a big bad villain in this, which is what, Dude, I, was, what I thought was going to happen. I thought there was going to be same. a switch thought, that there was yes. someone that was playing both sides of uh, Doctor Doom or yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like 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 Doctor Doom like, over like you know. Meanwhile, and like and like, like it cuts to we see like these like like Swiss Alps or something like that, and then on the bottom of the screen it says a word Latveria. Like oh <laughs> shit, and you have a guy like 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 talking about like getting materials and like like building things, and then mm-hmm. like uh, you know uh, he's like a scientist doing stuff, and you don't see him as as Doom yet, but he becomes Doom. I don't know. Maybe they're saving that for the Fantastic Four when that eventually happens. <laughs> but that would have been uh, yeah, would have been cool. It Any was, other M- M- Marvel like Big Bad, you know, because I, I thought I thought it would have been great if Talokan and Wakanda were teaming up together to go yeah. up against like somebody. But yeah, we're halfway yeah. through the movie. They're, they're at each other's throats. Then halfway through the movie, they realize that, you know, they were deceived and then they have to team up on the guy that deceived. Them. Like that would have been <laughs> that was what I thought was. I was bracing myself for that to being the plot of the movie, but it was a little bit more straightforward than that. And that bummed me out. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> and then you have the whole we're not so different. You and I. Oh, we can partner <laughs> up together. Yeah, because uh, you know, because then you have the whole thing where like you know, I Iron Heart, you know, I guess to Wakanda, she gets recruited. Mm. You know, well, she 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 gets taken. That whole scene was pretty funny. Um, and then she builds like her her iron suit, which looks like a really cheap toy. My God, that <laughs> suit looks so bad. It looks so bad, especially when you see what her what her suits look like in the. It comics. looked like Scizor from uh, Pokemon. <laughs> it's, so bad. it's so bad man i was like what are y'all thinking this can't be the design come on you know and and also like okay so the wakandans are somehow fighting namor he he floats wakanda that whole thing is cool but they're fighting they're fighting telecons out in the ocean on a boat why yeah why it makes no like is everyone wakanda dumb like it makes no sense whatsoever what no sense whatsoever um then you have like their 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 fight scene which is whatever it was just like a, a big cgi fest yeah. I, I really didn't care for that it was a lot of like stuff going on on screen fine i was i was so bored it just everyone just moving and fighting i'm like nothing's really going on here the, the fight with atuma and okoya on the bridge was more because it, it was, it was intimate awesome. it was between two yeah. warriors and they were going at it that fight was amazing yeah good job on them and yeah. it established how these warriors can freaking hold their own. Yeah. And so like that, again, it it was it was good because it drove the plot along. And that's all I ask for. Just <laughs> what do you think about the a plot? good reason to be there? What do you think about the plot point of them? Uh, they, they had to come up a way with them to stop Nemo the Submariner, right? So they were just like, okay, mm-hmm. listen, let's let, let's be scientists. Let's be smarter. Okay, well, we figured out a way. Oh, let's dry him out. He thinks it looks like he gets his power from the sea because he has to go into the sea every so while. When he fights, he goes back into the ocean, but he flies. Why does he do that? So they figure out, okay, he gets his power from the ocean. So they figure, okay, if we dry him out, then he'll lose some of his power. That was fine, but also, <laughs> why would you? Why bother? Like he's already going to come to you, right? You have all of this. You would have had home court advantage if you just had the fight in Wakanda. Yeah, he was right? literally. Yeah, he's literally there. He's like, I'm coming back and I'm going to kick your ass like, cool. Why don't you just friggin do it like Empire uh, Empire Strikes Back where we guide Luke into the uh, (laughs) in the carbonite (laughs) chamber. Just do the same thing. Yeah. Oh, Uh, yeah. Yeah. And and then and then, you know, at at the end here, the Shishuri and Namor have a fight. So she she lures him. Into a ship, the the ship, you know, has like these mm. built in like like heaters, and he starts drying out, losing his strength. You know, she starts uh, fighting him. The, 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 the ship goes down and explodes, and then uh, they have a fight on the beach, which you see in the, in the teaser trailer there. And um, uh, the the fight was, uh, okay. I was like, what is little sis? I, I swear, she looks like one of my little cousins, like who's <laughs> almost the same build, like scrawny. I'm like, yes, you have a a, a, a hard shaped herb from that was made in a 3D printer that you got from a little thread from Talocon because she went down there and all the other fun stuff. Uh, but I was like, I, I I don't know how she was able to stand up against Namor. Namor is like centuries old. He's been fighting and doing things for a long time. He's built differently. Like sure, mm-hmm. all of a sudden she's a great fighter now that she has this synthetic heart shaped herb. She was a scientist, <laughs> little sister. Now she could fight. Okay, whatever. Suspend my disbelief. And then she starts, I guess, triumphing over him. And then she gets stabbed. What's it with this new with this this regime of Disney and people getting <laughs> stabbed in the gut? <laughs> And living, just getting run oh. through and living. We have Reva now. We have sure. Did they? Did they? Like, like I don't understand what's going on here. Did, did is there someone from like the Disney Story Group who was just like, I have a great idea. We're gonna we're gonna do more than one property. Obi Wan, Reva's gonna get stabbed through the gut more than once. Yeah. Lives, does whatever because uh, barely an inconvenience, barely reason reasons. Wakanda forever. 
Shruti gets a run right through from Namor the Submariner. She's going she's gonna to be mm. perfectly fine. Doesn't No inconvenience, no blood or anything because it's a Disney movie, but also perfectly fine. She's our queen. She's perfect. She's like, I was like, what is this? Also, I thought, oh, man, this is a, this is a family movie. Uh, she gets run through. That's kind of crazy. Uh, okay. But then also, she's perfectly fine. Okay. She groans and uh, chops it and then she gets off of it well, okay it's kind of uh kind of <laughs> grotesque here all right there are children in this movie theater uh all right and then she uh, crosses her arms and and then then she blows up a wakandan ship that was already crashed and blown up mm. uh, okay <laughs> and then i know namor is na- it's na- so na- weird <laughs> like, thinking na- about <laughs> the first black panther and how well thought out that first of all, the, the whole plot of that movie and having Killmore. First of all, there's also two great acts about that. Yes. Both villains was awesome, but having Killmonger being such a just such a more engaging villain and having that just being a much more well thought out story, it just kind of yeah, it bums you out. And I was bummed out watching this movie. I was like, come on, man, this is what we got. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and especially that, like, you have someone like Name of the Submariner, right? Like, he, he's he been wanted in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for a long time. People who were actual mm-hmm. fans of Namor were like, all right, we can see this Miss America thing. Okay, we can see Tanaka Huerta. Okay, cool. You yeah. know, he, in the movie, I really like, there's a lot of really good parts where Tanaka Huerta, where Namor really brought it. You know, when he brings yeah. Shirley to, uh, to Talokani and he's talking to her like an ambassador. And and especially the scene where they have their sit down and he's trying to mm-hmm. talk to her about their, their you know, their similarities or differences and he's really harping on how like he, he wants to work things out and how he knows that she's a ruler too and you're like oh man this acting is really good and then you see like where it kind of turns a little bit and his eyes get a bit glinting glossy and a shine comes out and he's like yeah but also I need to kill that person and I need you <laughs> to bring her to me because I'm not gonna it's like whoa 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 you're like a serial killer he's like yeah I know he's like he's like yeah I'm also gonna wage war in the surface world but where we're gonna have no more of what happened to my people. I want Wakanda along with me to destroy the surface. Yeah. Are you gonna be a part of that? And she's like, "Whoa, hang on guy. a second. I guess I'm a bad guy. Yeah, hang on a second. Yeah, a little but, flimsy. But, but it was a way that Tanaka. It was flimsy, but like I liked. I did like the acting. Like Tanaka, yeah. I thought he brought it. Like that little turn of him, just but like, hey, we're not so different, you and I. I get it, but also this other thing. Like, whoa, little serial killer vibes there. I liked it. I was like, all right, I'm enjoying this vibe here. No, it was good. Anytime, like having you know him, them bring in the protagonist and having them have that interaction in such a calm way you know it's a little it's a little unnerving unnerving yeah yeah where it's yeah no i'll just show you he's like yeah i'll just i'll just show you what we do down here that's fine and it was like he's in control the whole time that was that was pretty cool um yeah i just wish character is cool the i mean his dynamic with his people was great um i just wish it was in a better story yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, his 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 love for his people um, made and his him people love for him as well. Same yes, thing. yes. They did, gl- they, they did hints of it, but they didn't really hammer it as at home as well as they could. Yeah, and and also his his city wasn't as nice as I thought it was going to be. It was like really dark. Yeah. I mean, they went underwater. The only part was when like there was like that artificial thing that he had that was like the sun. Yep. Some big gem, some big vibranium thing or whatever. And I was like, okay. But that wasn't a huge plot point. It was just there. Yeah. It was, was like, just are you there. kidding me right now? Yeah. I was like, That's what? A, it's basically your equivalent of the arc reactor. Yeah. Seriously, underwater. I was like, what? But the they hell? don't harp on that. There was literally three movies that they made about the arc reactor. <laughs> <laughs> the Talokrans even have their own like hand signs like the Wakandans do. <laughs> it's like oh the, 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 the Kamehameha Hadouken hand symbols. <laughs> like, who thought of that? Who was behind the scenes? Like, I don't know. They need a hand symbol. Like, Wakanda. I don't know. Kamehameha Hadouken. Who cares? I don't know. <laughs> maybe it means something. Hey, anyone from the Latin community, maybe it means something. I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, in, we in were the, just expecting a spirit bomb by the end of the movie. That exactly, was the yeah, exactly. But the <laughs> but the climax was him getting blown up by a ship, dried out, and with, with him yeah. face down with his cheeks up in the air. My God! So all the all the fans for Name of the Submariner, you think you'd see your hero in his first appearance have his cheeks up, face down to the sand from Shirty? Wow, <laughs> what a thing for your hero! Um, so Chris, uh, end of the movie here. Um, mm-hmm. We have, we have the fight. They come together. He tells the people to stop fighting. Uh, yeah. You know, Shirley seems to sort of leave Wakanda and go go back to go over to Haiti, where um, mm-hmm. where 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 Naki is. She's just sort of helping out being refuge. She's not really in Wakanda that much because of the passing of T'Challa. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, 
then Umbaku steps in mm-hmm. <laughs> at the Warrior Falls, and he comes out of the blend. He's just like, "I'm here to challenge. Who wants to challenge for the?" So, Shuri is essentially the queen, but it, it just is Umbaku the leader now. I don't get the ending there. It, what? Yeah, I mean, I I feel like the he's coming to challenge, but since she's not there to accept, he automatically wins. Is that what they discussed? Yeah, like that's like that would have been. I mean if they actually built on that, right? Like if he was more of a council throughout the entire movie and like they built on that, that would have been, that would have been a huge way to end the movie. And like, it would have made sense, but it's just very abstract. Like why, what, it, what, what, what is happening here? Are you just saying it? Cause it's funny. Cause she's not there. Cause she's not obeying <laughs> all of your cult, like your, your different customs. Or are you hinting at the fact that he's now the King because she wanted him to be King? But we don't know what that conversation was. Again, they have some secret conversation that doesn't ever pay off. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Yeah. It, that been, if that's what they wanted, that would have been great. Yeah, because it, it seems like she doesn't want to rule. She has no problem mm-hmm. being in a leadership role, but not the leader, right? Like it's not mm-hmm. like the MCU version of Shuri doesn't seem to really vibe with like she, she, she doesn't seek the throne. You know, mm-hmm. it's just she's just next in line too because her mother's dead, which I think was a huge miss and a huge L for for Marvel and for mm-hmm. like like Ryan Kluger. I know you had a, you, you had a hard like task to do, but I think it's a big L. Like kill it. Why? Like, like Ramona didn't need to die. Like her life, you kill all the family. I mm-hmm. I didn't like that. Um, the, the the hidden conversation between Umbaku and and Shuri, and now that I think Umbaku is the leader, it's very unclear. <laughs> and then we get to the part, Chris, where uh, we're we're over in Haiti. Like uh, mm-hmm. Shuri is, you know, for for fulfilling sort of what her mother told her earlier. Like she she's burning her ceremonial garbs to kind of get over like a little uh like ceremony that her mother mm-hmm. taught her to get over the death. And then uh, Nakia comes over with this little boy. We find out that uh, Nakia and T'Challa. Got busy and they had a boy, a little mm-hmm. beautiful boy who's like uh, like six or seven now. Some people are doing the math, talking about this is before the blip. Mm-hmm. And he says he says his his Creole name, his Haitian name, but then he says like is his his Wakanda name or whatever is T'Challa. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, are they doing the the reboot of T'Challa? That's a little soft reboot. Like, so are they telling us that moving forward we will have a T'Challa and it'll be this little boy? Well, what, what did you think about this? Um, I mean, that could be setting up that he, you know, if they do do another black panther movie like is that him he's then the rightful heir to the throne right yeah because he's t'challa's son so i mean that's interesting but also why did shuri not know about this kid do you, you really think you really think t'challa would have had that hid that from his sister right seriously <laughs> who doesn't seriously. care about she doesn't care about the, she doesn't really care about the throne the pomp and circumstance she, she's just happy to be in her you know in her lab so why wouldn't you tell the one person who probably wouldn't care about about the situation? Ugh. Again, exactly half base. <laughs> so so overall, even even though there were a lot of points we hit on, where there were sort of <laughs> overall, um, I I enjoy the movie for for its acting. I think the the cast here in uh, Tanaka Huerta, Letitia Wright, you know, like the Dominic Thorne as Ironheart, Angela Bassett, uh, you know, Denai uh, Guerrero. You know, I mean, Winston Duke, Lupita Nyong'o. I mean, so, so many actors, you know, even uh, uh, Florence uh, Kasmunda as Ao. you know, mm. uh, Martin Freeman, who's in here as well. Julie Louise Dreyfus is in here as well. Uh, I did no lo- reason for no reason for just them. for the Thunderbolts. So, uh, again, the Marvel thing of them be like, hey, there's stuff coming down the pipeline. Like, right. But uh, why? Why put her in this much of the movie? Exactly. Like, why put her, like, <sighs> why would you use the reveal of that? None of that actually mattered. Like you've been building this up and we've had it build up, but I feel like she should have been in the background, just little blips of her until the big reveal again, Thanos style. Yeah. You did that right. Seriously. I I don't like Marvel. You don't need to like tease your upcoming, like people, people will watch your stuff. All right. Yeah. You're gonna be like, hey, here's here's uh, <laughs> Fontaine <laughs> talking to Martin Freeman, talking to him. it's just like, bro, like 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 chill. That that plot point did not need to be in there. It was it no. just it did nothing but be like, hey, here's our other properties coming down the line. We, we, you don't need to do that anymore. Like in the early stages of Marvel, you needed to, but now you, you don't really need to. 
Yeah. You know, unless it serves a plot point and a purpose, and it really didn't here. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think there are some Oscar worthy performances. I, I heard that Angela Bassett is being uh, a fr- for front lined here for an Oscar performance uh, in here because. Like, like, put the superhero stuff aside. It, it, this could have been any it. other type of yeah. movie. If you cut out the superhero stuff, like the acting here, she absolutely killed it. Like, just mm-hmm. the performances were amazing. When she went to the UN, she and she was talking to those people there. When she was talking to Wakanda, her own people, and Angela. Yeah, yep, Angela Bassett does deserve it. Brutal. Like, mm-hmm. she's she's incredible. She was underused in the first movie, and this mm-hmm. one, they're like, we're gonna rectify that. Put her out in front. You know, even though. They 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 wasted her by removing her here. I don't know if she wanted to be done with Marvel or something, and she's just like, "Yo, take me out" or something like that. That could have been a discussion behind the scenes, yeah. um, or or it was just a creative choice. But yeah, I, I think they're frontlining her for Oscar with the performance because everybody brought it for this movie. They really did. Like there was no one who phoned it in here. I, absolutely not. So I love the acting here, and, and some of the CG was stepped up here too. There's a lot of times where things were looked really damn mm. good. Really damn good. And sometimes okay, but for the most part, <laughs> for the most part, it, it looked good. Mm-hmm. And um, the the direction with Ryan Kruger, I think, I think was good. So, Chris, what's your uh, what's your rating for this movie? What would you give it? I gotta say, even though this has been a very like mediocre phase, it's pr- maybe my least favorite of the phase, which bums me out. Um, like even like Multiverse of Madness that had problems, but at least it was like fun, mm-hmm. right? Um. Uh, I I would give it like a five or six out of ten, to be honest. Like uh, this one is this is streamable. I would say watch it, but I would. I would going back, knowing what I know now, I would have just waited for being on Disney Plus, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, yeah. The, the, it, di- it doesn't really have uh, much rewatchability like other yeah. movies do. I mean, like you're you're coming to. You're coming to see what's going to happen. How are they continuing the story after Chadwick and T'Challa's gone? Yeah. That's really what you're trying to see. And you've seen that. You saw what to do with it. Do you really want to watch it again? I, I don't think so. No. Not really. I mean, the performances were stellar. The, the CGI was definitely improved. Um, there were some good plot points in here, but there was some stuff that was really shaky and did seem a bit rushed. Um, I, I, I would also probably give it maybe like 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 a six out of ten. Mm. You know, just like like above average. It was it was fine generally. I liked it. There was a lot of nitpicks we had in here. Yeah. A lot of things didn't make any sense. I do think they should have recast uh, T'Challa to continue that mantle. We had many Spider-Mans, 007s, Batmans. I think Chadwick and maybe his family have been, like, been cool with passing on the torch so it lives throughout everything, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they they recast Thunderbolt Ross without any... <laughs> Any of them, you know, like oh, let's get Harrison Ford and his and his self to get in here, and it's 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 kind of crazy, but yeah, um, I'm getting the pitch for yeah. from chat. That's fine. No, <laughs> pitch for us, pitch for here. No, okay, I told you, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Death by snooze. Snoo. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. But uh, yeah, it's 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 been interesting seeing seeing the reactions. Yeah. But uh, yeah, guys, what did you think about Wakanda Forever? If you saw it, comment and let us know. We'll see you guys later. We'll see you another time. <laughs> <laughs>